to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial-free minutes for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, we don't know who the next president is going to be. What do you think, Binkley? Oh, I would have been surprised if we did know the answer to that question (laughs) at this point. To see all these votes getting pushed, another batch is not coming in from Nevada until tomorrow or until 4 p.m. What is this, American Idol? They're teasing it out for us. They need Ryan Seacrest hosting the election results. That'd be better than Chris Cuomo and all those guys. What are their excuses for this? I haven't followed that thread yet. I don't know. I saw one county in Philadelphia took the day off. (laughs) Okay. They blamed it on Supreme Court hearings or or waiting on results for hearings or something. I don't know. The whole thing is ridiculous, and they're trying to confuse people. They're trying to cause chaos because the unrest, the longer this stretches out, the more anxious people are going to get, the more chaos is going to happen. We're starting to see the dueling protests go on. We're seeing the count every vote demonstrations, which these are the good demonstrations. These are the ones where you won't spread COVID at. But the ones where you will spread COVID at are the, quote, stop the count protest, which are the Trump-oriented protest that the media is completely misrepresenting. The stop the count protest, the media is representing it as though, isn't Trump stupid? If they stop the count, then Trump would lose. He's depending on these new counts. The stop the count protests aren't about stopping the counts altogether. They're about stopping the counts until the poll watchers are allowed to watch because in certain areas they've been putting stuff on the windows and they've not been letting poll watchers in to watch the uh, results get counted. I was a poll watcher once or something like that. Like somebody just asked me, I applied to work at the poll because I wanted the money. And some uh, activist, whatever, friend, person, got me a quote job where I got paid zero. And for, I mean, literally, I think it was 15 hours or something. I was in a warehouse. It was the Mary Norwood, Kasim Reed, the first Kasim Reed election. And they just literally, it wasn't even in the room with the ballots and they just brought boxes in on dollies and stacked them up in the corner. And then I had to sign at the end of the day. So it wasn't even like I signed for one box at a time. At the end of the day, I signed a piece of paper. I had, you know, and it was very intimidating because these were clearly people who were political, you know, actors, experienced kind of activists. You're kind of like, uh, government types that I, they weren't government workers, but they were kind of professional activists or whatever they were. And I just was totally intimidated. I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't have verified or whatever. So I actually thought that I was like, I should go tell them I want to understand this, you know, and I didn't. I'm my bad, but I can completely understand why you feel like you cannot monitor. I don't know what their experience is exactly, but I it's it's credible to me. You know, poll watchers being activists is a good it's an interesting point. Because people who become poll watchers or people who become election officials who volunteer or submit an application or however the process works to become somebody who counts the votes, these are going to probably be people who are more politically engaged and probably have an activist mentality and might have incentive to commit fraud. Maybe, maybe all that. Yeah. Or just turn a blind eye or whatever. I don't know. But I will say this, that 
that the paid jobs were government jobs. And there are, I believe with government jobs, there's affirmative action. Like you can check at the box. Cause I remember filling out the thing and thinking, I'm never going to get this cushy job. I'm not going to be a census worker. Like they're not going to give me money for nothing. You know, I, I didn't try to be a census worker cause I like strongly am opposed to that on moral grounds, but the poll, I just, Maybe maybe it was immoral for me to even offer to watch the polls, paid or unpaid, but I just thought it would be kind of a lark and interesting. Oh, I think it'd be but, interesting as well to but see. But I realized I would ne- if I couldn't check a box, I would have I there was a chance I would have less of a although maybe I could check a box. So there was a maybe there was a video that was going around last night. There's been lots of videos of lots of things going around, all taken out of context, I'm sure. Probably many provocations being thrown in there. There was one going around that was apparently inside one of the counting centers. I think it was in Georgia somewhere, maybe Fulton, Fulton. County. Yeah. Yeah. And they were showing people just kind of dumping stuff from Baghdad. It looked completely <laughs> disorganized. It, if you watch that, you, it gives you no confidence in, in the count or anything. The Fulton one did look organized to me, but that was on CNN. So maybe and and they said he explained how it works. It's like you have X number of ballots. It goes to one person. You count them first. You count them when you get it back from that person. You count it when that batch. So they do it in batches. That can be. So I was convinced watching CNN. Actually, I wasn't totally convinced, but my husband was like, yeah, it's totally look. It's that's how they're doing. The one I saw was people flinging stuff in trash bags and it it looked like chaos. It must have been on Fox. It must have wanted you to see that angle. Like I saw it on Twitter is where I saw it. So that's that's the source that it might have come from Fox, but it was going around and it was out of context. I, I so I don't know what the full context of it was. I just know what. The caption was and what people alleged was being shown right there. It could have been something from 20 years ago. Yeah, right. That's true. All right. So so as it stands now, and this is Thursday, November 5th, as it stands now, uh, I'm looking at the Wall Street Journal. They called Arizona for Biden. So for them, it's 264 for Biden, 214 for Trump. So that means any of the kind of disputed states, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, uh, Nevada, Georgia, if they if any of those go to Biden, then he's got it. But if if they all go to Trump, he's got it. And I'll tell you what one thing I think might happen. What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- Six five three eight eight three eight. And I also want to add that Neighbors 2021 seed packs, their organic seed packs, and their cool weather seed packs are all now available online at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. And that coupon code PROP will get you 10% off. So be sure and check that out. Can I say one thing about Arizona before you do that? Arizona is where many of the Trump protests are going on. Atlanta as well, where they're, they're protesting about the poll watchers. And by all accounts, ABC, I believe CBS, CNN, 
at this point, they are talking about Arizona, even though Biden is still winning. The way they're talking about it, because the votes coming in, the percentage of votes coming in, it's progressively it's progressively shrinking the lead. And with the amount that they have left, even CNN is bummed out or acting like they're bummed out about Arizona because they say Trump is going to have enough to come back and win it. Whether that's the case or not, I don't know, but that seems wow, to be the sentiment. That's interesting. Well, the Wall Street Journal has consistently had uh, Arizona, says Biden ahead in Arizona as counting continues. So Fox News, AP, cold race. I, I believe you because this has been the point of controversy. This is the thing that's going to be like uh, batted about. Yeah. Like, we need to regulate the media. Twitter suppress these guys and their clowns, too. So it really needs to go above Twitter. Jack Dorsey is a... a the stoned Osama bin Laden. <laughs> so, but the other stuff that Wall Street Journal says here is the four the four states that Trump would have to win all of Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, and Nevada. As it stands, Pennsylvania is uh, Trump has Pennsylvania fifty forty nine with eighty eight percent reporting. Trump has North Carolina fifty forty nine with ninety four percent reporting. Trump, according to the Wall Street Journal, has Georgia fifty forty nine with ninety nine percent reporting. Well, but I can tell you Georgia, something about Georgia. As of three okay. p.m., Joe Biden is, according to the AJC, has pulled within thirteen thousand votes of Trump. And according to the state officials, there are roughly 47,000 absent, absentee ballots still out. And they three quarters they of which are going to go to him, right? So there no, you they go. say mostly in Democrat leaning counties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. Biden, they'll go to Biden. And I, I will make this point again. Joe Jorgensen got 60,633 votes in Georgia. So no matter how you slice it, that she's not a Q aunt, but she's a biz. Uh, it's really for- <laughs> interesting. My progressive friends, some Wait, of them people have probably been- don't get that joke. They'll get it tomorrow when they hear our swap cast with, <laughs> with Truth or Theory and Charlie Robinson. Go ahead, go. My progressive friends, some of them are on social media. They have been for the entire election cycle, just really aggressively attacking people who vote third parties. Like, F you, you're an effing idiot if you vote third party. It's just really over the top. And I find it ironic that if Biden were to win Georgia, yeah. That if you're if you're looking at the numbers and you're you you accept the assumption that it is determined this way, which I I don't necessarily accept that assumption, but it would be because of the third party voters is why Biden uh, would, is why Biden is still in this. Which I I, I support third party Dude, voters personally. Wisconsin is so damn close. Trump would have won Wisconsin if Joe Jorgensen. He's within 20,000 votes of Biden and Jorgensen got 38,000 votes. I mean, and that is definitely a more Republican thing or people who don't vote at all. Like, that's the other thing is that I would say the Joe Jorgensen voter is not a voter. Would vote for nobody. Yeah, possibly. Or I don't know, because Joe Jorgensen is a compromise vote, in my opinion. So the last one I didn't mention was Nevada, which it looks like it's. Nevada. We got a lesson from the one of the attorney generals there last night got about it. how to say it. it it's like Fair the comma enough. thing. It's hard. Yeah, Oregon, Narlins. I don't know. Whatever you want. I you can. I will call you by your name. And forty nine, forty nine, basically seventy six percent reporting. It is Biden is a is forty nine point four three percent, and Trump is forty eight point five percent in Nevada at. So at the time of this broadcast, Nevada has Biden, but it's really not by that much. It's it looks like it's eight thirteen is close. Um, eight twelve thousand votes for Biden. Uh, uh, 
provide, which is about the Jor- Jor- Jorgensen did not ruin that one. But look, the Senate, I think everybody thinks the Senate is going to have a slim Republican majority, even if both Georgia senators have to go to a runoff because the chances are that they would both end up Republican anyway. The House lost quite a few Democrats, five, but uh, this is, it's not, these are not the final numbers, just Wall Street Journal's, what they're willing to come out and say. And they will have a slim, uh, slimmer majority in Congress. And that's, that's the kind of gridlock I want to see. <laughs> so that's good. The other thing I think is good. Now, I'm not saying, or I should say, like, I think the, the feeling, I kept wondering, like, with that songbird, Michael Bay thing, and why do they put that trailer out that's effing terrifying? Why do they tell us election day would be a nightmare? People would riot. I understand some of that stuff is happening, but, as I shake that off, because I always ask myself, why are I'm scared? Why are they scaring me? <laughs> you know, because I, nothing's happening in my house, in my backyard. Like, I'm not scared because of how the squirrels are acting. I'm scared because of what the screens are pushing into my brain. Mm-hmm. And I think that that whole Trump era, the Trump aura in the Trump era was just freaking terror for for that it was, I think Dean sent me that article that, in, from MIT about just get people in a state of terror so they'll take anything. And I think maybe they've pushed it as far as they can push it so that the, that this, they, they couldn't get another four years of that out of Trump. And I'm not even saying that it's totally orchestrated. You know, I think it, it's, I think the votes until they actually have it at the federal level, the votes are hard to, completely control so they just have two guys they can work with they do the scenarios you know so this scenario though i feel like in order to make biden look like the hero that they want him to look like they need to give us some relief so maybe and the market certainly look like they think that this is going to be a salve on you know the the general mood the economy stuff like that Whereas they will continue to throw those pockets of terror up. But I just I, I have a gut feeling that we're in for a little after this all clears. If Biden wins, that they that the tone in the media will have to kind of be a little softer. No. What do you think? The tone in the media will be softer towards the president. Absolutely. But uh, towards people who did not vote for the president, they went, here's what I've been hearing. Here's what the talk has been. The talk has been, even though Biden might win, there's still massive disappointment among progressives because the fact that it was not a landslide shows how truly racist half the country is. Dude, I got an answer to that. Are you ready to try CBD products and see why so many people swear by everything from CBD oil to body lotion to muscle rub? TrueHempscience.com is at the ready with the highest quality products they developed over decades in the business and a lifelong pursuit of nutrition, health, and spiritual well-being. They are eager to introduce you to the CBD experience and so confident in their products, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and a special offer for Propaganda Report listeners. To learn more about their company, their passion, and their products, go to TrueHempscience.com slash PropReport. The country is so red. When you look at the counties, like geographically, the country is so red. And just the cities 
Mr. A pointed that out to me and I kind of knew it. But like when you really look at the country's map by county, it's shocking. It is just those population centers. And the difference between people who live in that very low population density area versus people who live in a high population density area, that's a very big cultural difference. So to have to be ruled by those those inner city, you know, those city pockets, maybe it's where all money is and the people or whatever, but it's it's more than just it's more, I think both culture but culture and region go together so it's you know people just coming from a different place now I, I i'm shocked that trump is the place they're coming from i mean that kind of bums me out because it's, that to me is very emotional and not ideological but at the same time you know you said they will not be softer on the people they don't like that's true but as it is now when the mainstream media tells people on the left to freak out and throw frozen water bottles i feel like you're you're going to kind of get a little more of that than if you try to tell the people on the right to do that, that a lot of that stuff on the right is astroturf. So like the violent, irrational, vigilante, chaotic stuff. I just feel like they're fundamentally less chaotic. But you know what? I'm making a bunch of generalizations that are totally outside how my general comfort zone. I'm just trying to, you know, get a sense of what this, what this means. I can't help but think they, that, the propaganda machine is going to want us to feel good under a Biden regime. No, that's, that's the a possibility line I'm to get at. That's that's a possibility. Unless. I mean, I don't I still I don't believe that Biden's going to end up being president at all. Okay, M- maybe if he were to win, maybe he's a president for very, very little while. And then Kamala, and maybe not at all, actually, maybe Kamala just okay, ends up taking Kamala, over right away. You know, but if that, I, I don't, I don't know if either person's going to win. All of this stuff makes sense to me. Yeah. If we are going towards a, some sort of collapse and complete yeah, restructuring yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and conflict, which I hope that we are not, but right now the outcome appears, it still appears to me that need that both sides are going to have an argument to where they declare that they won. And then there's going to be lawsuits and there's going to be grow. People are going to dig in on their side further and further, and it's going to continue to stretch out. And I don't know how it will ultimately resolve, but I don't see either side budging and saying that the other side won, which means we are going to be hurling towards some sort of conflict. First, it will be legal. Then, however, that, I don't know that people will accept the illegal outcome. Hopefully they will. Maybe we haven't reached that point of boiling over yet, but we will see. I mean, the 2000 thing was ultimately resolved. It took a long time, but. Yeah. I think like 20 days or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know, and I just feel like the COVID stuff, like the. I, I'm just torn because I think of how like China and New Zealand stuff, they completely locked down, but then their economy is totally open again. It's straight out of those scenarios where they locked down and then they and now they're like the the example for the world. Whereas Europe, listen to what it, it, France shut people down. I can't go out. England did the same thing. I didn't realize this November 5th to December 2nd. Uh, Boris Johnson announced that non-essential businesses will be closed 
restaurants and pubs only for takeout or delivery. People may only leave their homes for work, education, essential items, and exercise. And then they're continuing an 80% unemployment plan. So for the people who are unemployed get 80% just from tax dollars. And and with France, they did the same thing. They shut it all down. Well, Paris can't hack- even do delivery and takeaway services for food and, and beverages at night right now. And they shut down shopping and they shut down... They even when you could go to a grocery store, they they said it was unfair of you to be able to buy shoes or those kind of essential items because they closed the shoe store, something like that. So they told the grocery stores are not actually allowed to sell you stuff on their shelves because it would be unfair for the other thing. So Byron, I think what he was getting at was that they are driving all shopping to Amazon in yeah. France right now. Mm-hmm. And they told the shoppers that, or the shop owners that they were doing it now so that they could open it up in December to save the Christmas season. But Bojo already said that they might in England extend it. So you go to that. If they extend it in France, it doesn't save the Christmas season. It completely transitioned everybody. Maybe it bankrupts those shops. I'm sure they're, France is a little more, Concentrated on having like small food manufacturers and everything. They, they kind of try to sustain those artificially, but this could wipe all that stuff out and transition them. You know, I just, I look at this and I have a bigger picture thought that I want to throw out. I have seen digital Black Friday stuff being advertised across the board lately. And I think that they're trying to move that into places where they didn't really have it before. And as, and so I think that they, they are still these big, big COVID goals that may, you know, may just be further along in China. Maybe they're still going to have them for us. It is restructuring the nature of the business, the oligopolies, all those industries to make it kind of more to the global side, plugging everybody in, making people biologically dependent on the system, all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, I had one insight that I think is is worth sharing. Do you ever feel like something is not quite right with the world? Brush Fire is a new libertarian thriller packed with twists and turns, including life-changing chaos, a web of government secrets, decentralized freedom cells, and utilizing every tool possible to avoid detection from state agents like using cryptocurrencies, hacking techniques, secure encrypted messaging, and a strong security culture. Henry, Maxine, and their new liberty-minded friends fight against the seemingly never-ending threat of tyranny and injustice and show how liberty in our lifetime is possible, but only through direct action. Get your copy of Brushfire today by visiting libertyunderattack.com slash brushfire or via Amazon. For audio listeners, a 15-hour audiobook has been newly released via Audible and libertyunderattack.com. I totally enjoyed that book. It had excellent character development. And uh, I think it would make a cool Christmas present because it has a nice cover. My big insight is as the Great Reset or all that kind of stuff comes down, as we move towards the kids being like plugged into the Matrix, Vax, Tats, IDs, all of that stuff, it, it adds exponential layers of complexity to the system. And 
as as that happens, like you see that with the financial markets, derivatives and stuff, it's it's so complex that you could not manage it without computers, without central control. And I feel like that could be the most significant goal or outcome of this whole great reset thing where you must, the answer must be at that point, a technocracy. You cannot run it. So when those global CEOs say, we need all the businesses in the world to do this, and we have these global supply chains that are very complicated, need a lot of data, there's, you don't really need that. You know, unless there's an economy of scale that says that all the tools that 7 billion people use need to be made in one factory in one country or cost double, you know, but that's not true. It's actually true that things can be made in smaller scale now. So this stuff is obviously pushed by policymakers and other think tanks and stuff like that to get it to where it is this complicated. And yeah, it benefits them. But at a certain point, you cannot have kind of self-governance. And and so I do think that this is all moving towards tech, technocracy and financial tyranny, whoever wins the presidency. But it's just that element of complexity in in the in the system that the Great Reset wants to pull down. I think it's significant. Yeah. And with a technocracy, the thing that it depends on to operate the way that the Great Reset wants it to operate is data transparency across the board. And that is an absence of privacy. And they talk about getting over that hurdle of privacy that people have and that expectation that they have of it, because in this world that it's just it's just not going to really exist. Yeah, you need. That's very interesting that you say that, because the reason the price mechanism is so important, supply and demand, markets clearing, wages, and all that kind of stuff, is it's Hayek's theory. It's where Wikipedia was the inspiration for Wikipedia, supposedly, is this idea that you cannot centrally control things because you cannot possibly process or gather that level of information, whereas the price mechanism all that information is kind of algorithmically contained in where the price clears. Like nobody has to process that information, but you see a pencil and if it's worth a dollar or if it costs you a dollar and it's worth a dollar to you and you buy it, that pencil, if it costs 90 cents, will continue to appear on the shelf. If it costs a dollar 10 and nobody buys it for a dollar 10, it will not. And that will go back all the way to the, to the trees that, that they grow for the pencil, for the graphite, all that stuff, and all the way back to what how you write all the information of value and coordination is contained in those prices. And central control never works because it is so devoid of information and the ability to process. So now we know they have fusion centers, they have the processing that can do it. And if they have that perfect information, now that's the last piece of the puzzle is access to the information. So that's a really interesting point. And it feeds right into the idea that this is meant to ultimately be a a single kind of technocracy. But I feel like 
they have to keep the Truman Show thing going for us. There has to be a facade. Another interesting point Mr. A made was that like we're in a virtual reality world and we think that we are looking through it, you and I maybe, or people who are like this COVID thing is BS, but really there's a whole nother layer there. Oh, yeah. That we just aren't seeing. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, but like it's just an interesting analogy. There's a whole nother layer that we're not seeing because... They only just pulled this curtain back. So we're, we're now going to spend all this time absorbing the next layer anyway. Right. Yeah. And I saw Sorry, I went too deep. I went too deep. No, you're fine. And I'm you, not you, eating mushrooms. It's the right promise. level of deep enough. No, there's none of that <laughs> going on right now. I, not that I'm aware of anyway. I'm just saying that. I, I want to clarify about it. earlier. I am all for third party voting. I, didn't, I hope it didn't sound like. Oh, no, yeah. We, we were course. just pointing out the irony. And oh, me too. Who, don't vote at all. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't not not, That's how I am. Yeah. If, if nobody voted at all, then no, they would have <laughs> Things zero would be power. better. Yeah, they'd that's have zero absolutely power. right. It's consent to be governed. That is right. your vote is like misconstrued as your consent to be governed. So this article says the time is now to develop a testing strategy for asymptomatic COVID cases. CDC director says now is the time to develop this testing strategy to maximize our I ability to identify the silent epidemic of asymptomatic COVID infections. This was according to the CDC saying 40% of people with COVID show no symptoms. But what does it mean then to have it? I don't know. But can you imagine? I mean, that, I feel like that's testing like people being... who are asymptomatic. It means everybody yeah. gets tested all the time. Negatives right, mean nothing. I feel like they want you that they're testing for something it's almost like a prejudice because there's nothing to it. It's like a delusion, right? So when they, if they say like you, you can just say, oh, that like in Hitler's Germany, that guy's secretly Jewish. So put a J on him or arrest him or whatever. And it's like, but I mean, what is that? Why are you discriminating against people? It's something you can't even really detect. Like yeah, it's. it's so what is it that is making that class of people? Is it, there's nothing to it. It's, it's, an, it's here's an what illusion. it sounds like to me. Asymptomatic disease is not disease. Here's what it sounds like to me. Sounds to me like a sabotage and control tactic, among other things. But in the simple sabotage manual from the OSS written back in the 40s, and you can see the same tactics and techniques taught in the psychological warfare manuals, the CIA field operation manuals. but Simply, one of the tactics of simple sabotage is to give people these, make, force them to do these frivolous steps and these meaningless things j just to keep them occupied and control them and to keep them distracted and, and to, to, to sabotage their ability to do anything by forcing them to go through these unnecessary processes. And this is what this feels like, that we're just going to force people to stop and get tested everywhere, just uh, screwing up their entire days, their time, their schedules. Yes, absolutely. Great insight. And I, I feel like the Mueller probe was like that. Yeah, Every time thing. I try to read the newspaper, I'm like, I don't care about that. That is a tempest in its teapot or whatever. And people are like, how can you not care about that? They're subverting democracy. It's like, I don't, I, I'm still focused on the technocracy and the financial attorney that is definitely descending upon us while we're all like looking at that little teeny thing. Like, oh my gosh, can you see it? Can you see the Mueller probe? Can you see it? It's like, no, it doesn't. That's not the most important thing. Thing that is happening in the world today but i will tell you in the patron 15 another uh, a 
just a wow headline uh, regarding the Ross Ulbricht Silk Road case. I didn't think there was more insight into that, but I'll give it to you next and a few little tidbits for the patrons. All right. I look forward to hearing that. And you guys can find your drive time news blast every week afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. If you want access to the video podcast that we do weekly at rockfin.com, go to rockfin.com propaganda report. We will talk to y'all later.